It's time to stop making excuses. The peace of mind you get after a colonoscopy is worth it. It's the best way to prevent and detect one of the deadliest cancers. In fact, your doctor can remove precancerous polyps during the procedure if necessary. That's right, before it even turns to cancer. No buts about it. Get a colonoscopy at 45 and follow up every 10 years or as recommended by your doctor. Find a location or schedule now at avera.org colon. Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. I have vivid memories of being in elementary school and watching my teachers spin the hour and minute hands of a clock around and around, quizzing us over and over again about the time. I have no memory if little math dude found this sort of thing enjoyable or not. I suspect it was a bit monotonous. But I'm really glad my teacher made sure we could all tell time. Because, obviously, telling time is a really handy thing to know how to do. But that's not the only reason I'm glad I can tell time. As it turns out, there are lots of great math puzzles that have to do with the hands of an analog clock. So I'm thankful to my teacher that I'm now able to enjoy solving them. Today, we're going to be thinking about and solving exactly one of these puzzles. And after we're done, I'm pretty sure you'll be thankful that you learned about clocks too. Over the years, I've been asked about the puzzle we're going to talk about today many, many times. Most recently, math fan David asked me about a brain teaser question he saw. The question asked, what time comes next in this sequence? 105, 211, 316, and so on. If you think about the minute and hour hands of a clock and how they move, you'll realize that the three times listed here are all times when the two hands overlap. Actually, I should say they're the approximate times when the two hands overlap. So the question is, when exactly will this happen? And when will it happen again? And again? It's not too hard to picture the hands of a clock and figure out roughly when those crossings should happen. But David and lots of other math fans around the world who have written to me about this problem are curious to know if there's a way to solve for each time more precisely. The answer is yes. There is a way. I actually have two ways for you, a hard way and an easy way. Let's start with the harder way. For a brief instant at midnight and at noon, the minute and hour hands of a clock are both pointed straight up. After that moment, the minute hand moves forward, marching at its rate of 60 tick marks per hour. This means that each of those tick marks on the clock correspond to one minute of time for the minute hand. We can find the position of the minute hand at any later time by multiplying the number of hours that have passed since midnight by its rate of travel. That's 60 ticks per hour. The result of this multiplication tells us the tick mark at which we can find the minute hand. Well, it almost does, because after one hour, this calculation will tell us that the minute hand is at the 60th tick mark, and then the 61st, the 62nd, and so on. But what we really want is to have the minute hand's position return to zero straight up, and then the first tick, the second tick, and so on, each complete time it goes around. If you've been following the show for a while, you may remember talking about something called modular arithmetic, which is tailor-made for dealing with exactly this situation. Using the language of modular arithmetic, 
What we really want to do when calculating the position of the minute hand on a clock is to multiply the number of hours since midnight by the 60 ticks per hour rate of travel, all modulo 60. In other words, we want to find the total number of tick marks traveled and then find the remainder when we divide this number by 60. That's what the modulo operator means. So if one and a half hours have passed, this means that the minute hand will be at 1.5 times 60, modulo 60, or 90 modulo 60, which is 30, exactly what we want. So that's how to describe the position of the minute hand. How about the hour hand? Since it completes one entire journey around the clock, which is 60 tick marks, in 12 hours, it must travel 60 divided by 12 or 5 tick marks per hour. So, starting from its position straight up at midnight or at noon, we can find its position by multiplying the number of hours that have passed by its 5 tick marks per hour rate of travel. We don't have to worry about taking the modulus here, since the hour hand takes 12 hours to complete one trip around the clock. And that 12 hours is the total amount of time we need to worry about in our puzzle. So we now know where both hands will be on the clock face at any time. Remember, our goal is to figure out when the two hands will be at the same place at the same time. In other words, we want to know when the position of the hour hand is equal to the position of the minute hand. Since we've come up with an expression for the position of each, all we have to do is set these equal to each other. So all we have to do is solve an equation that we put together for the various times where this is true. And that equation is this. 60 ticks per hour times the time modulo 60 is equal to 5 ticks per hour times the time. In other words, the position of the minute hand must equal the position of the hour hand at some time, or rather, some times. When are those times? Well, we could solve for those, and we could get the right answers, and, you know, solving equations is tons and tons of fun, so there's that, but it turns out there's an easier way to do it. All we really have to do to solve this problem is think about it. That's right, we don't have to solve any equations. Here's the idea. We first need to figure out how many times the two hands cross each other every 12 hours. That's one complete trip around the clock for the hour hand. They begin in an overlapping position at midnight, so that's one time. An hour later, the minute hand is back pointing straight up, and the hour hand has moved five ticks forward, so they haven't yet crossed again. But a few minutes later, a little more than five minutes later, in fact, the minute hand catches back up to the hour hand, so that's two crossings. And if you think about it, you'll see that they cross a third time a little after 2.10, and then a fourth time a bit after 3.15, and on and on all the way up to an 11th crossing a few minutes before 11 o'clock. Their next crossing after that is at noon, when both hands are pointed straight up again, right back where we started. So that means that the two hands cross a total of 11 times every 12 hours. And since the hands always move at a constant rate, it means that they cross each other every 12 elevenths of an hour. In other words, there are 12 hours per 11 crossings, or about 12 elevenths, 1.09 hours per crossing. If you multiply 1.09 by 60 minutes, you'll find that the two hands must cross every time that 1 hour and 5.45 minutes passes. Or, in terms of hours, minutes, and seconds, 
The two hands of a clock must cross each other approximately every one hour, five minutes, and 27 seconds. Which goes to show you that math is not always about equations or arithmetic or anything like that. It's really all about thinking. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. If you enjoy listening to my podcast, why not subscribe to our Quick and Dirty Tips newsletters? You'll get exclusive content, offers, and more delivered right to your inbox. Just head over to quickanddirtytips.com slash newsletters to learn more. That's quickanddirtytips.com slash newsletters. If you're looking for more fun with math, please check out my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. It's available wherever you like to buy books. Also, remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook at facebook.com slash themathdude and on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. Math fans.